This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What happens when a diverse church glorifies the global God? Keep listening to find out more about Sandra Maria Van Opstel's book, The Next Worship. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. 1 Chronicles chapter 17, verse 16 through 1 Chronicles chapter 18. David praises God. King David went in, set before the Lord, and said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my family, that you should have brought me to this point? And you did not stop there, O God. You have also spoken about the future of your servant's family. You have revealed to me what men long to know, O Lord God. What more can David say to you? You have honored your servant. You have given your servant special recognition. O Lord, for the sake of your servant and according to your will, you have done this great thing in order to reveal your greatness. O Lord, there is none like you. There is no God besides you. What we heard is true. And who is like your people, Israel, a unique nation in the earth? Their God went to claim a nation for himself. You made a name for yourself by doing great and awesome deeds when you drove out nations before your people whom you had delivered from the Egyptian empire and its gods. You made Israel your very own nation for all time. You, O Lord, became their God. So now, O Lord, may the promise you made about your servant and his family become a permanent reality. Do as you promised, so it may become a reality, and you may gain lasting fame. As people say, the Lord of heaven's armies is the God of Israel. The dynasty of your servant David will be established before you. For you, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a dynasty for him. That is why your servant has had the courage to pray to you. Now, O Lord, you are the true God. You have made this good promise to your servant. Now you are willing to bless your servant's dynasty so that it may stand permanently before you. For you, O Lord, have blessed it, and it will be blessed from now on into the future. Chapter 18. David Conquers the Neighboring Nations Later David defeated the Philistines and subdued them. He took Gath 
and its surrounding towns away from the Philistines. He defeated the Moabites. The Moabites became David's subjects and brought tribute. David defeated King Hadazir of Zobath as far as Hamath when he went to extend his authority to the Euphrates River. David seized from him 1,000 chariots, 7,000 charioteers, and 20,000 infantrymen. David cut the hamstrings of all but 100 of Hadadazir's chariot horses. The Arameans of Damascus came to help King Hadadazir of Zobath, but King David killed 22,000 of the Arameans. David placed garrisons in the territory of the Arameans of Damascus. The Arameans became David's subjects and brought tribute. The Lord protected David wherever he campaigned. David took the golden shields which Hadadazir's servants had carried and brought them to Jerusalem. From Tibhath and Kun, Hadadazir cities, David took a great deal of bronze. Solomon used it to make a big bronze basin called the sea, the pillars, and other bronze items. When King Tal of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of King Hadadazir of Zobah, he sent his son Hadoram to King David to extend his best wishes and to pronounce a blessing on him for his victory over Hadadazir. For Tal had been at war with Hadadazir. He also sent various items made of gold, silver, and bronze. King David dedicated these things to the Lord, along with the silver and gold which he had carried off from all the nations, including Edom, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, and Amalek. Abishah, son of Zariah, killed 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He placed garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became David's subjects. The Lord protected David wherever he campaigned. David's Officials David reigned over all Israel. He guaranteed justice for all his people. Joab, son of Zariah, was commanding general of the army. Josephat of Ahalud was secretary. Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Abimelech, son of Abathar, were priests. Shavsha was scribe. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, supervised the Carathites and Pelathites. And David's sons were the king's leading officials. 2 Samuel chapter 8 David subjugates nearby nations. Later David defeated the Philistines and subdued them. David took Methog, Amath, from the Philistines. He defeated the Moabites. He made them lie on the ground and then used a rope to measure them off. He put two-thirds of them to death and spared the other third. The Moabites became David's subjects and brought tribute. David defeated King Hadadzir, son of Rehob, of Zobah, when he came to reestablish his authority over the Euphrates River. David seized from him 1,700 charioteers and 20,000 infantrymen. David cut the hamstrings of all but 100 of the chariot horses. The Armeans of Damascus came to help King Hadadzir of Zobah, but David killed 22,000 of the Arameans. David placed garrisons in the territory of the Arameans of Damascus. The Arameans became David's subjects and brought tribute. The Lord protected David wherever he campaigned. David took the golden shields that belonged to Hadazir's servants and brought them to Jerusalem. From Teboth and Barathai, Hadadazir's cities, King David took a great deal of bronze. When King Toh of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadazir, he sent his son Joram to King David to extend his best wishes, and to pronounce a blessing on him for his victory over Hadazir. For Tuai had been at war with Hadazir. He brought with him various items made of silver, gold, and bronze. 
King David dedicated these things to the Lord, along with the dedicated silver and gold that he had taken from all the nations that he had subdued, including Edom, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, and Amalek. This also included some of the plunder taken from King Hadadazir's son of Rehob of Zobah. David became famous when he returned from defeating the Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He defeated 18,000 in all. He placed garrisons throughout Edom, and all the Edomites became David's subjects. The Lord protected David wherever he campaigned. David reigned over all Israel. He guaranteed justice for all his people. David's Cabinet Joab, son of Zariah, was general in command of the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Elihud, was secretary. Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Amalek, son of Abathar, were priests. Sariah was scribe. Benaiah, son of Jehodiah, supervised the Kerithites and Pelethites, and David's sons were priests. Psalm 60 For the music director, according to the Shoshanaduth style. A prayer of David, written to instruct others. It was written when he fought against Aram, Naharim, and Aram, Zobah. That was when Joab turned back and struck down 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. O God, you have rejected us. You suddenly turned on us in your anger. Please restore us. You made the earthquake. You split it open. Repair its breaches, for it is ready to fall. You have made your people experience hard times. You have made us drink intoxicating wine. You have given your loyal followers a rallying flag so that they might seek safety from the bow. Selah. Deliver by your power and answer me so that the ones you love may be safe. God has spoken in his sanctuary. I will triumph. I will parcel out Shechem, the valley of Sukkoth. I will measure off. Gilead belongs to me, as does Benasa. Ephraim is my helmet, Judah my royal scepter, Moab is my wash basin. I will make Edom serve me. I will shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will lead me into the fortified city? Who will bring me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? O God, you do not go into battle with our armies. Give us help against the enemy, for any help men might offer is futile. By God's power, we will conquer. He will trample down our enemies. New Testament reading, Luke chapter 18, verses 18 through 30. The Wealthy Ruler Now a certain leader asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. The man replied, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was extremely wealthy. When Jesus noticed this, he said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this said, Then who can be saved? He replied, What is impossible for mere humans is possible for God. And Peter said, Look, 
We have left everything we own to follow you. Then Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. There is no one who has left home or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of God's kingdom who will not receive many times more in this age and in the age to come eternal life. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy God, we Thank you for this opportunity to get in the Word today, to reflect on your Scripture, to think and consider about its historical and contextual components, to learn about the lives of the people that you work through throughout redemptive history, O God. We pray, O Lord, that you would enliven our study, that your Spirit would be at work guiding us to the right commentaries and resources, that you, by the power of your Spirit, would be helping us to even connect the dots from what we've heard today and what we've heard previously, O God. Most importantly, O Lord, we seek to see Jesus. So would you show us yourself through your word? Would you point us to your holiness and your hope and your goodness and your mercy and your justice, O God, your ethics, O Lord? Would you point us to that through your word, O Lord? Would you point us to yourself? Would you remind us of the power of the gospel to save, to sanctify, to make us whole? and to one day soon glorify us, O God. Lord God, we are weary of war. We are tired of war, O Lord. And we are thankful at the end of the day that the wars in our lives, the war in our own hearts, the literal and real wars of this world, O God, that you, you rise up and you fight on behalf of your people. We long for a day when we will study war no more. We long for a day when swords and guns are turned into gardening tools, O God. We long for this day now, and we thank you, O Lord, for those Christians, believers amongst us who have dedicated their lives, their lives to peacemaking. They have dedicated their lives to studying war no more. Would you protect them? Would you guide them? Would you uphold them? Would you cause us to give honor where is honor is due to the peacemakers of the beloved community of God? May we all be peacemakers. For there is a blessing that comes to us when we live this way, O Lord. We pray, O God, that we will not be dictated, controlled, muzzled, silenced, manipulated by money. We pray, O God, that money would not cause us a deception to think that somehow that we have things and therefore we we are better than we actually are. Keep us humble before you, O God. Let us not come to you like the wealthy ruler who deceived himself, who bore false witness in saying that he had kept the law wholeheartedly from his youth. There is none perfect but you, Lord Jesus. Help us, O God, to be reminded that when we give up for you, whatever it is, whatever it is that we are called to walk away from, whatever we are called to sacrifice, that in you we have more than enough, that we don't have to live as greedy and scared people clamoring for more stepping on others to have more by any means and at any cost, O God. But we can live as people who can be cheerful givers. We can live free because we have a God who is indeed a cheerful giver. You have given all to your people, O Lord. There is nothing, no good thing, no good thing that makes us more like Jesus that you have denied us. And for that, we say thank you. We pray, O God, we pray, O God, that we would not deceive ourselves, that we would confess our sins. There is enough grace for us to tell the truth because what you have done, Lord Jesus, on our behalf. Let us confess, O God. And we thankful that when we come to you with the question of what must we do to be saved, 
that the resounding response is to look at what Christ has done in order to save us. So we entrust ourselves to you, the God who upholds the covenant and who keeps the covenant on our behalf. We thank you, O Lord, for what you have done to save us. We rest in this truth today. Would you remind us of it by the power of the Holy Spirit? And would you cause us to live with deep humility? For we have nothing to boast in but the work of the Lord Jesus Christ on our behalf. It is in your name that we pray and we entrust ourselves. Amen. Innovative worship leader Sandra Maria Van Opstel is known for crafting worship that embodies the global, multi-ethnic body of Christ. In her book, The Next Worship, Van Opstel likens diverse worship to a sumptuous banquet and shows how worship leaders can set the table and welcome worshipers from every tribe and tongue. She provides biblical foundations for multi-ethnic worship with practical tools and resources for planning services that reflect God's invitation for all peoples to praise Him. When multi-ethnic worship is done well, the church models reconciliation and prophetic justice, heralding God's good news for the world. Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.